Hi guys, Dr. Crystal here. Happy Sunday. I hope you guys are in the midst of winding down from a wonderful weekend. I know for me, I did a massive turnaround trip. Um, 16 hours in less than 48 hours, 16 hours of driving in less than 48 hours to do a quick trip to Louisiana, pick my mom up and head back here to Atlanta. On the way, I had the wonderful opportunity to stop in Biloxi and spend some time on a nice little secluded beach. So did not put my feet in the water, it looked kind of murky, but did have the opportunity to walk through that nice warm sand. Social distancing, no one was on the beach except myself and my sister and my mom. But at any rate, like I said, happy Sunday. This is Dr. Crystal here. Today's topic is the lies we tell. <laughs> and I thought about an article I read way back, like in 2013, about Lance Armstrong, right? And, you know, he's a husband, a father of five. He's a professional cyclist. He's a seven-time Tour de France champion. He's an author. And yet another number in the long line of public figures who have compromised, cheated, and denied only in the end to have to come back and admit it. Um, you know, and that puts me in the mind of Will and Jada Pinkett Smith. Um, well, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. You know, with everything that's been going on with them and how they put on this show like they had this great marriage. And I get it. You know, they, they are human. They're human and they're entitled to their own privacy. But then to have to now come out and say, yeah, well, uh, may have denied this, but this is really what happened. But back to the article I was talking about with Lance Armstrong, that led me to just look at some articles. And I found one, which articles on lying and why we lie and how often we lie. And I recently read a research article in the Journal of Basic and Applied Psychology that stated 60% of the people surveyed lied at least once during a 10-minute conversation, saying on average 2.92 inaccurate things. 60% of the people lie in an average 10-minute conversation. This study went on to say that while men and women both lie equally, men tend to lie to make themselves look better while women often lie to make others feel better. Now, I'm, I'm not here to bash Lance Armstrong. And like I said, this is not about bashing the Smiths or anyone else, you know, who's had to endure being judged by the public. But what I would like to address instead is what leads one to cheat, to deceive, and to lie. The word lie is defined as a false statement made with deliberate intent to deceive. Deliberate, you know, when I think about the word deliberate, I think of something carefully thought out. And this leads me to believe that before someone commits the act of lying, they've already weighed the option, considered the outcome, and deemed the act of lying more acceptable than the consequences of being honest. So I would like for us to take a moment and consider two scriptures. The first being Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 9. And it says, The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. 
who can understand it? And then Luke chapter 6, verse 45, which reads, For the mouth speaks what the heart, I'm sorry, for the mouth (laughs) speaks what the heart is full of. So the scriptures say, one, the heart is deceitful, right? It's misleading. Yet the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. So why did I choose these two scriptures, you might ask? I was listening to a journalist speak about the interview that Oprah Winfrey conducted with Lance Armstrong. Um, Specifically, this journalist was commenting on the point in the interview when Oprah asked Lance, and again, this was back in 2013, but when Oprah asked Lance Armstrong if he felt like he cheated, and Lance's response was no, no. Although he clearly and consciously went against the guidelines set by his sport, he felt that he had not cheated. However, in his response, Lance Armstrong went on to say that he believes he would not have won those consecutive races had it not been for the performance-enhancing drugs. So that's a clear example of a person allowing their heart to deceive them. You see, a man who has been so blinded by his desire to succeed and the lure to be the best that he is in his subconscious, he found reasons to tell himself that it was okay to take the drugs, although he knew the consequences of taking the drugs. So why do we lie? One, I believe we lie for acceptance. We live in a society that tells you that you have to be better faster, stronger, and smarter than the next person in order to advance in life. You know, we're told almost from birth that we have to go to school, get a good job, move to just the right neighborhood, send our kids to just the right schools, etc. Second Peter, however, chapter 1 verse 3 tells us, His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. So I ask you guys this afternoon, is God's will for your life enough? Do you trust that God has already given you everything you need? You know, is it is it a godly life that you truly desire? Or are you pulled by the glitz and the glamour of what the world has to offer? So one thing, one reason I believe we lie is acceptance. Another reason I believe is fear. When pushed against the wall, often we as humans are designed to fight. That is just in our nature. And when our security is threatened, we tend to kick into survival mode, right? So oftentimes, giving in to the desires to lie our way out of a situation instead of trusting God, owning up to our mistakes and accepting the consequences of our actions. Those are things that we typically don't do when we're fearful about, you know, our existence and when our livelihood or our reputation is being threatened. However, 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 says, for the spirit God has given us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-confidence. And then Psalms chapter 56, verses 3 through 4 go on to say, When I am afraid, 
I put my trust in you, in God whose word I praise, in God I trust and am not afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? So when your back is up against a wall and you feel there's no way out, what is your response? Do you become timid and afraid and turn to lies and deceit to get out of the situation? Or do you stand firm on God's promises, admit your faults, and joyfully make amends? You know, do you do this driven by the security that God has the final say in the outcome of any situation? So one reason we lie is acceptance. The second reason is fear. And the third reason I believe we we lie is the desire to please. So let's be honest, guys. At some point in your life, in my life, in all of our lives, we wanted to be liked. We all wanted to be able to say, yeah, I pitched in. I helped out in that situation. Then there are times when we just see and need and we just want to help. You know, our desire to help out outweighs our ability and our means and we want to meet that need so we tend to lie just to please people to say hey yeah I pitched in and I helped to meet that need but Matthew 5 37 reads all you need to say is simply yes or no two very simple words yes or no yet at times they can be two of the hardest words in the English language. You know, how many of you are driven by your desire to help, right? Which is not a bad thing. But in your attempt to help, you tend to make promises you cannot fulfill. So what can you do to avoid falling into deceit? Well, one thing you can do is let your yes be your yes, right? So what do I mean by that? Only commit to things that you can fulfill, no matter how pressured you are, precious, pressured you are to meet a need. Only commit to things that you can fulfill, and do not allow your heart to dictate your abilities. The second way that we can avoid falling into deceit is to really get to know ourselves. You know, recognize when you're feeling tense and when you're feeling tempted to lie. Take some time and learn what are the things that make you feel fearful? What are the things that make you want to deceive? And then third, be honest with yourself. You know, recognize and acknowledge when you're exaggerating. Stop making excuses as to why it's okay to go against what is right. You know, lies, deceit, deceptions, untruths, they hurt. They hurt those you love, they hurt those you encounter along the way, and ultimately, they hurt you. The last scripture I would like to leave you guys with today is Romans chapter 12, verse 3, which says, For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. 
So I leave you with that, guys. And remember, God is a God of grace. And each new day provides us with the opportunity to begin again. Choose God. And may the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Welcome to the first day of the rest of your life.